0: Hello and welcome to the Lovely Audiobooks Podcast. I'm Elin and today I'll share with you a few audiobooks that I think you will enjoy listening to this month. In the last weeks a few really great audiobooks have been released and with my recommendations today we have a bit of a mental health theme. Uh, these books really resonated with me. Let's start with What If You and Me by Ronnie Lauren, narrated by Ray Ketchum. I have to admit, the cover of What If You and Me didn't make me think I'd find a sweet and sexy romance behind it. But is it ever? I think I read a review on Instagram that made me get the book. And this is such a wonderful neighbors to lovers story with a tiny bit of suspense and an absolutely fantastic narration. Both protagonists struggle with mental health, and I loved how it was represented here. Andy has anxiety and PTSD, and Hill has depressions after losing part of his leg. And the effects of this on their lives felt very real, but they also still really got to be these three-dimensional people who are so much more than their mental health diagnosis. I just really, really loved their relationship and how it grows. And this is a really wonderful, hard-wrenching, captivating, witty romance. And I will definitely also get the first book in this series, Yes and I Love You.
1: Andy Lockley was halfway convinced her new neighbor was a werewolf. She'd never seen him outside since she'd moved into the duplex and she'd only heard him moving around at night. The nocturnal wanderings might have made her lean toward vampire, but this guy made too much noise to be a vampire. Thump, thump, thump. His heavy steps paced back and forth as if he couldn't wait for the full moon and an opportunity to terrorize the villagers. The old floorboards creaked again as neighbor dude made another round, and Andy tried to concentrate on the unfinished sentence on her laptop in front of her. Blink, blink, blink. That blinking cursor was a judgmental son of a bitch. She narrowed her eyes, trying to zero in on the words she'd written. The scent of wet fur and death filled the small cabin, Colette's breath making clouds in the frosty air as she. As she what? Contemplated running? Took a nap? Knit a sweater? Ugh. Andy leaned back in her desk chair and rubbed the spot between her eyes where a headache was forming. How had the band camp slasher story she was supposed to be writing morphed into some werewolf tale? Thump, thump,
0: bang. The next book I have for you is "Isn't It Romantic" by Alyssa K. Adams, narrated by Andrew Ryden. It's the fourth book in the Bromance Book Club series. This is the Russian story, Vlad and Elena were childhood friends in their little Russian hometown and they have been in a marriage of convenience for six years. Vlad married her so she could come with him to the United States and go to college there. They aren't really in touch anymore, they don't really talk anymore, but Vlad really loves Elena and he desperately wants to change that and of course he does that with the help of romance novels that's why he is in the bromance book club to save his marriage or rather turn it into more than a marriage of convenience both characters are just so so lovable and Andrew idon's narration was perfection as always and this is such a rich world with such fantastic supporting characters and we have the friends, of course, from the Bromes book club and their partners from the previous three books. Uh, but we also have some new supporting characters, the loners and the cheese man, and they are so much fun. And this is just a really funny, adorable, emotional, romantic comedy.
2: Vlad turned around to see who had caught Colton's attention. A tall woman in a long red dress, with brown hair swept over one shoulder, stood regally in the doorway. She was, indeed, gorgeous. She was... Holy shit. Vlad coughed as everything stopped. Time. Motion. His heart. His vision narrowed as if he were following the puck on the ice. Colors faded. Noises silenced. The milling crowd disappeared into the periphery until all he could see was her, Elena. A whiskey-clenching hand passed back and forth in front of his vision. Yo, dude, you're a married man, remember? Yes, I remember. Vlad's heart pounded and his knees went weak. And that is my wife. Colton snorted and then stopped himself. Holy shit, dude. Are you serious?" His chest fizzed and buzzed with anxious joy as if the bubbles from the champagne had risen again. Was this her answer? Was this her way of telling him she'd made a decision? Elena's eyes found his from across the ballroom. Vlad opened his mouth, but nothing came out. He tried to go to her, but his feet wouldn't move. The next book I have for
0: you is While We Were Dating by Jasmine Guillory, narrated by Janina Edwards. This was my first book by this author and it was so damn beautiful. This book also has a mental health theme. Anna is a movie star and deals with anxiety. And when she wants to star in an ad campaign, she meets Ben who works in advertising and leads that campaign. Ben has dealt with depression before and quickly understands what's going on with Anna. The two enter into a fake relationship for her career, but they also build up this friendship and I absolutely loved how Anna and Ben talked, how they really opened up to one another, become real friends and then friends with benefits and well, you know how that goes on in a romance novel (laughs) and The narration by Janine Edwards. I, I thought that really brought out their Vulnerabilities how how they opened up to one another. This was such a romantic tender love story
3: Her presence hadn't seemed to faze this charmer from the ad agency, though. Sure, he'd given her a very flattering look when she'd walked into the room, but he'd collected himself pretty quickly after that. And she liked everything he was saying during this presentation. A series of commercials and photo shoots for a new phone wasn't rocket science. She didn't think most of these campaigns would be all that different from one another. But the people running the shoots always made the difference. She'd seen that over and over. It surprised her that it was just him and the young assistant with him. Not to stereotype ad agencies, especially the kind she assumed these big Silicon Valley companies used, but she hadn't expected a black man to be the lead on one of these presentations. She'd actually expected to be the only black person in the room for all this, and she hadn't missed how he'd sent the assistant over to meet her, or how proud he'd looked when she'd walked back over to him. Treating assistants well was always a good sign. We wanted to make this phone seem like something that fits into the customer's lifestyle. Not that they'll have to change their lifestyle around to fit it. And we want to show all of the great new bells and whistles of this phone, but in a relatable way. For instance, we want to show Ms. Gardner, Anna, he corrected himself with a nod and smile at her, doing things like running around town, someone knocking the phone out of her hand on the sidewalk, or at the beach, and the phone will still work fine afterward. But also. She appreciated that he wanted someone to knock it out of her hand and not for her to keep dropping it everywhere.
0: The next book I have for you is Heartless by Gina Showalter, narrated by Adam Gold. Do you often fall for the villain? I always tell myself that I don't, but I think that's not actually true. I think I do like a good, well, morally gray character, I guess. In Heartless, you absolutely can't help but fall for the villain. Our romance hero here is Kesar the Unhinged. He's a fey king. And he meets a gamer girl, Cookie. The two of them make such a crazy and unlikely pair. It's perfection. I loved Cookie and I loved hearing how she makes her way in the fey world she has some solid skills from her gaming but she's also very aware of her limitations and i really liked the balance we have there that she never just piles in and does stupid stuff but at the same time she can really hold her own and the narration was oh my god It was so fantastic. Adam Gold. That man has a voice. It's incredible. It was so, so good. And yeah, I just love this audiobook. The book never takes itself too seriously. And I'm really looking forward to continuing the series. The couple has their HEA. um, So I'm looking forward to which main characters we will have in the next book. It's uh, the Immortal Enemies series. It's super captivating. It's exciting. It's really cool.
4: I hope you like the taste of your balls, Nick, because I'm about to shove them down your throat. Chantelle Cookie Bardot tapped her fingers over the game controller at lightning speed, guiding her female Mad Hatter to beat the fire out of a Prince Charming wannabe. Would she receive a dozen emails in the next two minutes, asking her to act more professionally, but also less professionally, and, oh yes, could she keep doing exactly what she was doing and also change everything? Don't get her started on the texts. Nick, screen name Nick cobra fought back with merciless precision, a well-placed kick sending her across the battlefield. On impact, her magic hat tumbled across the forested terrain. One of four power bars vanished. He purred through her headset. How about you choke on my balls first, Cookie? Oh, no, he didn't. I tried, remember, but yours are the size of Tic Tacs. Careful. There were lines. What she dished, he had a right to serve back to her. Plus, he wasn't worth the hassle she'd face with her sponsors. Though Cookie hated Nick, she loved her job. I mean, come on. Companies paid her to stream video games and be on camera. As a secret side hustle, she accepted jobs as a digital hit woman, charging other gamers to annihilate their competitors within the game world. Once, Nick had tried to hire her to take out herself, never knowing who seethed behind the screen. Who wouldn't love her job?
0: The next book I have for you is So We Meet Again by Suzanne Park, narrated by Jackie Chung. This is a really fun Enemies to Lovers romantic comedy. It had me laughing out loud a bunch of times. Jess has lost her very high profile Wall Street job. She was very proud of that job and is very heartbroken when she's laid off and she moves back home to her parents where she resurrects her old YouTube cooking channel that she had started in college and that was very popular and she's also doing live streams and her mom crashes one of those and the two together are so hilarious I really wish I could watch this for real The entire family and their interaction was so wonderful, so loving and caring, and just so, so funny. But of course, we also have Daniel, who used to be Jess's nemesis in their school days. They used to be rivals, uh, the two Korean kids who always wanted to outdo one another so that their parents would be proud of them, and now they're both back in their hometown, and they try to build up a friendship, which doesn't go quite as smoothly as the two think. This is really a hilariously funny book, very heartwarming, really great. See you around, Wall Street kid. Kid. I
5: rolled my eyes as he swaggered down the hall to the executive conference room, joining the stream of ten or so other people, all of them more senior than me. Presumably all Deadweights, too. But Deadweight Wyatt was right. When people left the firm or groups restructured, that left opportunities for moving up. And without a doubt, I could do Wyatt's job. Even without half days of self-care. I'd expected a promotion with my last review two months ago, but maybe they knew this time was coming. Maybe now, when the company trimmed its fat, I'd be brought in to lead my group. My stomach turned flips thinking about the promotion bonus. Ding. A new meeting request popped up in my calendar for 1:30 p.m. A zoom link sent by HR accompanied the email, along with the meeting description. The future of Hamilton Cooper, founded 1984, virtual attendance required. Not the type of meeting I'd hoped to see. While I looked in Wyatt's shared drive to find the Beauchamp spreadsheets, which were a mess of hard-coded numbers, I put in my earbuds and clicked on the Zoom link, expecting a company-wide all-hands meeting
0: next up we have one of my biggest highlights of august it's an urban fantasy audiobook called monkey around by jd jang narrated by michelle Schechter. i tried to find out but right now i do not know if this will be turned into a series but i really really hope so because well this is one of those books where i don't even know what to say because I loved it so much. It was so cool and so good and the narration was so perfect. So Maya is a monkey shifter with some very special abilities. She can shift into anything and she can create illusions with her hair. And as a monkey, she's a real trickster. She really likes to play pranks on people and obviously her abilities come in handy for that. And Michelle Schechter did such a fantastic job bringing out Maya's humor and playfulness in the narration. I had such a great time listening to this book. Maya doesn't take herself seriously at all. And she really likes messing with people. But she doesn't joke when it comes to her work for the supernatural community. Um, And when shifters are murdered, she tries her very best to solve the case. I think that really sets her apart from other typical urban fantasy heroes like Harry Dresden, who generally tend to take themselves very serious. They are usually like these disillusioned grumpy people and when they're supposed to do a job or are confronted with this big bad they make jokes and with Maya it's the other way around she's uh, she's just this very funny person but yeah when um, when things turn bad she she's really on top of the job And this was such a cool, exciting, unique, funny, witty urban fantasy with a little bit of romance.
6: And I loved this. I pulled my cell phone out of the purse. Like the magic stone, it didn't, couldn't, change shape with me. So I had to deal with it, irritatingly, whenever I went on an assignment like this. Hence the purse, which was real, not made out of my hairs, like the rest of my clothes. One of these days I'd figure out how to make a phone from a hair, and then we'd be cooking with dynamite. Nothing so far. Go for plan B, I typed and sent, then returned the phone to its baggie in its hidden corner. A minute later, I heard a phone ring through the mic. A brusque male voice answered, and I heard Io's tiny, tinny voice coming through his cell phone. She sounded angry and demandy. The brusque male voice told her, apparently for a second time, that he knew nothing and hung up. Io didn't call back like she would have if this had been a real demand. Then a softer male voice asked the brusque one the obvious question. The brusque voice said, "That woman asking about Dalisay," eh? and the other one grunted. After some desultory talk, they turned to tale telling that would put X tube to the blush. Either they didn't have dallas a, or they were all talked out about it for the night. Without shifting its position, I changed the mic into a micro-camera and repeated the room-by-room search. I could do sight and sound at the same time, but it took a lot more focus. This turned up nothing on dallas a again, just stuff I would never, ever unsee. I pulled the hair camera up, turned it back into a hair, and stuck it back on my chest. The next book I have for you is
0: actually the final part in a trilogy. It's basically all three books that I want to talk about now. It's the If You Can series by Christina C. Jones. It's narrated by Wesley Choban and Leon Nixon. I'm a huge fan of Christina C. Jones. And I'm usually too much of a wimp to listen to romantic suspense. But... I simply had to in this case because Christina C Jones book and I have no regrets this is such an amazing series it's about several couples although the first book focuses mostly on one couple and then the second book focuses mostly on another couple but the third book really is more the finale to the overarching plot to the actual suspense this is A very very badass group of people and we have some some very cool characters here like the super skilled cat burglar and the hackers and uh, of course the agents and um, they are trying to bring down two very evil men who have very personally hurt all of them and these characters completely drew me in they are all very fascinating very intriguing very complex they all have their strengths and weaknesses and I just couldn't get enough of it and I liked how this had such a great balance between the thriller plot line the romance and also the sexy times it's such a fantastic trilogy that I can wholeheartedly recommend to you. It definitely has to be read in order, and that
7: means you have to start with Catch Me If You Can." Naomi offered a warm smile to the cashier, tossing a casual au revoir over her shoulder as she exited the patisserie with a small paper bag of sweets. She didn't want them, but they were an important part of appearing to belong, The stop at the chic little bakery had given her the opportunity to duck into the cramped bathroom, toss her wide-brimmed sun hat and glasses into her oversized tote, and change into the summer dress tucked neatly into the bottom. In the mirror, she removed the pins from her sleek bun, using wet hands to coax curls out of her pressed hair. Then, she used moistened wipes to remove the thick layer of contouring makeup applied with the specific purpose of changing her features and skin tone. Satisfied with the change in appearance, Naomi ducked out of the bathroom to join the service line, bought her pastries and left, carefully avoiding the gaze of a uniformed police officer on horseback a few feet outside the door. She was confident they hadn't seen her face, but she was sure the police had spread word they were looking for a brown woman in black jeans walking with a serious limp. Several of them witnessed the disgraceful tumble she'd taken after slipping in a puddle left behind by a short summer rain. But even with what she suspected to be a slightly twisted ankle, she was quick on her feet and managed to elude the officers in the private greenery-clad alleys of the 16th Arrondissement, then made her way to the bakery
0: the next book I have for you is actually included in Audible Plus. You can listen to this for free. If you have an Audible membership, you do not need to spend an Audible credit on it. You can simply download it, borrow it and listen to it. It's What the Heck?"s by the fantastic Alexis Daria, narrated by Jacqueline Grace Lopez. And this is a super fun paranormal romance novella. It's about it's close to three hours long. And it's about a fashion designer witch and the guy she hates. Because he was always better at everything than her when they were kids. And he is part of the reason why she left their home, the Isla Burra. She really knows how to hold a grudge. But she returns home to go to her sister's wedding and he is the little brother of the groom and the two of them notice that something is very wrong on the Isla Boja and they have to work together and it's uh, very fun because they end up in a closet together and that was not his hand (laughs) and also there is only one bed not in the closet but in the bed and breakfast they go to later. You Had Me at Allah by this author was one of my favorite books of 2020. And um, A Lot Like Adios is one of my most anticipated books of this year. And What the Hex is just such a fun book to listen to in between by this fantastic author. And Juggling Grace Lopez did a lovely job with the different voices. And she really set the mood for this very fast paced, very romantic, paranormal romance novella. The next book I have for you. It's the last one of the new releases. You can also listen to for free, but for this one you need a Kindle Unlimited subscription. Then you can simply borrow the ebook together with the audiobook. It will automatically be added to your Audible library. And it's Have We Met? by Camille Baker, narrated by Cece Aisha Johnson. And this is a very sweet, kind of feel-good rom-com slash women's fiction novel. A lot of, of these Kindle Unlimited audiobooks are, are a bit of a mix between romance and from women's fiction, I think. And this is about finding love and healing from grief. And I just loved all the characters in this book so much the friends and the family and how diverse the characters are in particular the relationship between Corinne and her brother who is deaf and Cece Aisha Johnson has such a wonderful voice and I really hope she will do more romance audiobooks in the future because I really enjoyed listening to this and I'm also looking forward to more of Camille Baker's books Okay, and that was it with the recent releases, but as always, I also have a few backlist recommendations for you. There are so many lovely backlist books out there. I don't want you to miss out on something fun. And we shouldn't only talk about the new books. It's actually um, a series I want to recommend to you. It's The Love Study and The Hate Project by Chris Ripper. These are two super fun LGBT romantic comedies about a group of friends who are in their late 20s, just turning 30. And the love study is about Declan, who is ready to start dating again after leaving his last series boyfriend at the altar, something his friends won't let him live down. And he ends up on Sydney's YouTube show. Sydney is non-binary, and wants to talk to Declan about queer dating and Sydney sets Declan up for several dates but of course it's actually Sydney Declan falls for and this was such a wonderful heartwarming hilariously funny wonderful romantic comedy I loved this so much The second book is about two of Declan's friends, Jack and Oscar. They're both rather grouchy and they sometimes hook up even though they kind of hate each other. Well, they think they hate each other (laughs) and they bicker a lot and well, You know how those kind of things go in romance novels. I loved the narration in both of these books. They were so great and the third book in the series will actually come out later this year and I'm really looking forward to that. Both of these books also have a mental health theme, um, especially with Oscar who deals with very serious anxiety and panic attacks. And it was handled so well here. How you can deal with anxiety when you want to build up a new relationship. And Declan, of course, uh, has a similar problem because he is scared, really scared of committing to someone again and letting them down like he did with his last boyfriend. But yeah, these two books really have this wonderful balance between these very real, very serious things that many of us have to deal with and how you can still find love and I I just I really really recommend these books to you they were so wonderful and that was it for this month I hope I could help you find some great books to listen to happy listening bye bye